It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The 2023 NFL schedule has been released, and today on Locked On Dolphins, we are exploring the toughest stretch of every schedule for the Dolphins and their AFC East rivals in 2023. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Miami. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Dolphins. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs, lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, host of Locked On Dolphins, co-host of Locked On NFL Scouting with Joe Marino. You can find our shows on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I want to give a special shout out to our everydayers who keep it locked in with us on a daily basis here today on the show, and on a daily basis. The schedule release last night, we put out our immediate knee-jerk reaction shortly after 8 o'clock for uh, the Dolphins' schedule, the opponents, the uh, outcomes, the margins, the areas that uh, Miami may find some hidden advantages against a division that will play all but two of the same, three of the same opponents. 14 common games across a 17-game schedule. It's uh, homes and aways and rest periods and travel and time changes, all that kind of stuff will we'll feed into the ultimate end results for this, uh, this season for the Dolphins in the AFC East. But I wanted to look at the AFC East through a little bit of a different lens because, of course, last season, everybody kind of felt that the end of the season block was kind of the prove it window for Miami where they had the bye week and then they play the Texans and then you come out of there and you have back-to-back West Coast games against the Chargers and the 49ers. And then you have to go to Buffalo and then you play uh, the, the Green Bay Packers at home and that was expected to be a better team, that Packers team, than what their record said that they were as the Packers tried to make a late season run and 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 make the playoffs. And then of course you finish with two divisional opponents and that stretch did not go well for the dolphins. Uh, whether it was to a tongue of a low quarterback or somebody else, uh, they faltered late and they stabilized with just enough time to spare to punch their ticket to the postseason after a strong start and wanted to look and see when that block of time was for the Dolphins and their AFC East opponents, because some of these schedules get pretty gnarly, if we are being honest. So with with that in mind, I have my favorite website on the history of the planet, playoffpredictors.com. For those of you who are on YouTube, you can watch along, and I'm going to pull the schedules up and we can look at them. But uh, here's the Dolphins' schedule for this upcoming season. The official schedule, of course, you're three out of four on the road to start. That's a tough block. You're... Second quarter, quote-unquote, of the season, you play uh, both teams that were participants in the Super Bowl last season and the Chiefs and Eagles in a three-week stretch. That's not an easy window. But for me, 
the Dolphins kind of rubber meets the road window is the final four games of the season in my mind. You have the Jets, the Cowboys, the Ravens, and the Bills. Those are all teams aspiring to make the postseason. Of course, the Jets last season started well, fell apart. Uh, The Cowboys won 12 games last year. Baltimore made the playoffs. The Bills made the playoffs. The Bills have won the division four straight years or whatever it is now. These are strong teams that the Dolphins are going to have to face. And of course, if when you get into winning in the margins and having the schedule set up the way that it is, the fact that you play the Jets, the Cowboys, and the Bills at home in the final month of the season is helpful. That's very helpful. But it also makes your performance essential because I don't think you have the same buffer window. Now, I do think the third quarter of this season, which has the Raiders, the Commanders, and the Titans in it, has a a potential to be a nice stretch run for you. Uh, And if you are taking care of business in the first half of the season, I think it can put you in a similar position than what you were last year, but you need the results to be different than what they were last year. You can't be a 9-8 and team eking into the playoffs uh, and limping into the playoffs like you were last year. So for Miami, in my mind... Weeks 15 through 18 is the the hurdle, the roadblock, uh, the daunting stretch that Miami must prove themselves in, right? This is a marathon. It is not a sprint. These NFL seasons, it's so easy to get rolled into the week-to-week outcomes and the, the leverage in any given week, but your objective should be to put yourself in a position to punch your ticket to the postseason and then be playing your best ball late in the year. I think being at home, having some level of routine, you have the potential to do that, but it is the most daunting four-game stretch of opponents with Jets, Cowboys, at Ravens, Bills to close the season. How Miami is willing to answer that call will largely define whether you are a fringe playoff team, if your season's a disaster, or if you're going to meet expectations, which very quickly for Miami have become pretty significant. For a lot of people. Now, maybe not everybody. I know there's a bunch of folks on the big national uh, media conglomerates that would sit here and tell you that Miami's the third best team in the division and they're overrated and they don't have the sustainability or they don't have the consistency and availability or they're going to have injury problems and all that stuff. That's fine. It doesn't matter. I don't really listen to anything that the four letter network has to say because we know they're stationed in the heart of. Patriots and Jets territory, and they like those teams. That's okay. Big markets. I get it. It's inconsequential what their opinions are in my mind. Uh, But one thing that is not inconsequential is the impact that Built Bar can have on your daily life. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. These things are high in protein, high in fiber, but low in calories and low in sugar. They have 100% chocolate on all of their bars. They're absolutely positively delicious. They have a ton of different flavors that you can choose from. So you could go to built.com and get yourself a variety box or a box of a single flavor if that floats your boat. You can go to Walmart, go to the pharmacy section, get yourself a four-bar box. You can go to Sam's Club, get a 13-bar box, and make sure you have a dozen left over after you have one in the car on the way home. It's the life hack you didn't know you needed, so head to built.com, head to Walmart, head to Sam's Club, pick yourself up, a box of built, and make sure you thank us afterwards when you do. 
This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The next team that I want to make sure that we cover here is the Buffalo Bills. This is the team that's holding serve, if you will, in the AFC East, and and rightfully so. The the division right now runs through the Bills because of the success that they have had over the last few seasons. I'll give you a quick read-through of this schedule because obviously we went through the Dolphins' schedule yesterday, but you as a, Bill, as a Dolphins fan, you might not know what the Bills' schedule is. So here's their schedule in its entirety. Quick run-through. Monday Night Football at Jets. Home against the Raiders. Home or on the road against the Commanders. Home against the Dolphins. London against the Jaguars. Home against the Giants. In Foxborough against the Patriots. And the Bills are Thursday night against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They are in Cincinnati week nine. They're home Monday night football against the Broncos in week 10 with the Broncos coming off the bye. They're home against the Jets week 11. Week 12, they are in Philadelphia against the Eagles and then they have a bye week. And then they come out of the bye. This is where it gets really interesting. They play the Chiefs in Kansas City, and they're home against the Cowboys, and then they're on a short week in Los Angeles against the Chargers. They snuck a home game against the Patriots, and then they're in Miami against the Dolphins. If you take the Bills' last six, and remember, this is a Bills team that in recent years has been 8-5, and 7-6, and six, and they get hot late. And they end up running away with this division. But the Bills' last six games are at Eagles, at Chiefs, home against Cowboys, at Chargers, home against Patriots, man, at Dolphins. You have four brutal home games in this stretch. Both Super Bowl can, or both Super Bowl participants last year, the Dolphins, the Chargers, which is a West Coast trip all the way across the country, and the Cowboys are in here. And oh, by the way, the week before you play the Eagles, in week 11, you play the Jets. And oh, by the way, two weeks before that, you play the Bengals. I look at the matchups that the Bills have in the back half of this season from the Bengals game week nine and onward. And the Broncos feel like a game that's very easily a winnable game for the Bills. The Bills have a significant advantage over the Patriots. Everything else is is a a tough matchup. That's not to say they're going to have a losing record over that stretch. I certainly don't expect that to be the case. I think the Bills are an 11 or 12 win football team. And they will continue to be in my mind until they show us otherwise. But at the very least, you got to look at week nine onward. And specifically, week 12 onward. Eagles, Chiefs, Chargers, Dolphins on the road. 
Cowboys and Patriots at home. That is a very daunting slate of games in my mind. So I think the Bills kind of rubber meets the road stretch of their schedule mirrors the Dolphins. But I think Miami, within that same stretch of time, coming out of the bye, playing the Raiders, uh, they also get the Jets in that stretch of games, but they get the Jets um, at home. They have the Titans and the Commanders. I think there's some softer games in that back stretch where Miami's toughest block is their final four. I think the Bills' tough block is their final six. And that has kind of been the inverse from what this team's expectation has been for what they have found in success in winning games in recent history. So that'll be a really fascinating layer to the Buffalo Bills. Now, let's, let's go to the Jets. The New York Jets, their schedule is chock full of primetime games. If you have not looked at the Jets' schedule, it's your lucky day. We're going to run through it. Monday Night Football, home against the Bills. At Dallas Cowboys, home against the Patriots, home against the Chiefs. At Denver Broncos, home against the Eagles. Bye week. Coming out of the bye, they are quote-unquote on the road. They're playing the Giants. It's the same stadium. They're playing their home stadium. It's fine. Monday Night Football against the Chargers at home. At Raiders, at Bills. Home versus Dolphins on short week. Home versus Falcons. Home versus Texans, at Dolphins. Home versus Commanders. Short week Thursday night football against the Browns, at Patriots to close the season. Whereas the Dolphins and the Bills, in my mind, their tough roadblocks are at the end of the year. I think the Jets is the first six weeks. I think the Jets... Schedule softens up considerably. You, you put the Texans in here. You have the Browns, the Commanders, uh, the Patriots, the Falcons, the Raiders. These are all games after Week 10 that you have. Versus some of the more imposing schedules of Philadelphia and Kansas City and Dallas and Buffalo in the first six weeks. That's just a lot to handle at the beginning when you have a new coach running your offense, you have a new quarterback throwing to some new receivers and a new offensive line, and conceptually some changes in the running game. You think about getting integrated into timing and calls and side adjustments and audibles, and Aaron Rodgers will know it like the back of his hands, but will the rest of the Jets' offense know it like the back of their hand? That's the mystery question. And the fact that they have their toughest opponents early while simultaneously dealing with that magnitude of a coaching shift on the offensive side of the ball, for me, makes up through the bye for the Jets the most challenging part of their schedule. And what has the potential to happen when you play in the New York market of all markets Oh boy, you better not start slow. Because if you start slow, they are going to smell blood in the water as, as the New York media. So I think that's kind of the rocky grounds that the Jets will have to be mindful of in the fir first six weeks, seven weeks of the season is you can't fall too far behind the eight ball. Because if you do, it has the potential to get really toxic pretty quick because 
of course, all of the pomp and circumstance and fanfare around the Jets right now is this is a championship team. They're going to compete for a Super Bowl. They're a top five team in the NFL this year. A lot of stuff that's got to come together. And oh, by the way, you got to play your hardest games first. So, not to mention you play the Dolphins twice in the back half of the year, but that's neither here nor there. Um, for the Jets, I just think that that's a very challenging dynamic that may be slept upon when all of the hype around this team is as frenetic as it possibly is. We're going to finish with the Patriots here. Um, this Patriots schedule, it's... Again, a lot of common opponents, they've drawn some short straws of their own. Including starting against the Philadelphia Eagles. They're hoping that the, uh, the, the Tom Brady juju will help them out in that regard. But we're going to close today with the New England Patriots and their biggest roadblock stretch of the 2023 season. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life, homechef.com slash locked on. Must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. If you have not seen the Patriots schedule in its entirety, home the first two weeks against the Eagles and the Dolphins. They then spend the next two weeks, of course, the, the week two game is a Sunday night football game. Their next two weeks are on the road against the Jets and the Cowboys. And they're home against the Saints in Las Vegas West Coast trip against the Raiders. Home against the Bills in Miami against the Dolphins. Home for the next two weeks against Washington and Indianapolis going into the bye. Coming out of the bye, they play the New York Giants. And then they host the Los Angeles Chargers. Short week in Pittsburgh against the Steelers. And then they close... Kansas City at home on Monday night at Denver in Buffalo and home against the Jets. Man, I've got to be honest. You, you look at this schedule, and I think there's two separate blocks, which you could say is, is a very challenging stretch. You could take the first four weeks of the schedule, or you could take the last six weeks of the schedule. And it's very daunting for New England with how you're expecting they are going to play football, in my mind. So let's say it's the last six, because that, I think, overlaps more with the common theme where there's going to be a lot of separation early or, or late between these teams when contenders divide themselves from pretenders. Home against Chargers, short week, at Pittsburgh, who I think will be a much better team this year. I think their offensive line will be better. 
They've made some improvements on the defensive side of the ball as well. They'll have TJ Watt back healthy. Kenny Pickett will have more experience. They've got another pass catcher there in their ranks with Allen Robinson. It's it's going to be a better Steelers team. I think that team will be back to, and I know they snuck their way to nine wins last year. I think that's a 10 or 11 win football team as well. And you get a short week to Pittsburgh. Then you're home, but you're home against the Chiefs. And then your easiest opponent in this entire stretch is the Broncos, but you have to go to Denver and play mile high late in the season. Cold, thin air. That doesn't sound like fun. And you're at Buffalo, and you close against Rodgers and the Jets at home. I think that's probably the quality of the opponents in the first four games is tougher. Philadelphia, Miami, Jets, Cowboys. That's a tougher stretch of games. But you get two and two at home and you're home the first two weeks. Versus the last six, you get tough draws on the road. You get a short week in there. You got a a very unopportune climate environment to go play in and playing in Denver. I think the Patriots, like the Dolphins, like the Bills... Their separation window, their roadblocks, are going to be the last six weeks of the season. So in summary, Dolphins, final four weeks. Bills, final six weeks. Jets, first six weeks. Patriots, last six weeks. The challenge will be on the Jets to not fall behind early, and the challenge on the rest of the division is going to be stepping up late in the year and playing your best football. That's the challenge. That's the goal. And those who will, will not only make the postseason, but they will position themselves potentially to make some noise in the postseason. And our hope, of course, is that the Dolphins will be amongst those teams. It's going to be a crowded conference. Everybody kind of understands what it is. You want to make the dance. The magic number in my mind is 10, as it was last year and as it was the year before that. Miami seemed really well positioned last year to punch their ticket to 10. They made an unprobable run towards 10 the year before, but 10 would have got it done. So from a postseason picture perspective, the first box that you have to check to reach all of the goals that you're looking for, in my mind, is the number 10, and that's 10 in the wink column. You get 10, however many games you have left after that, it's house money. Go ahead and do some damage, get yourself some home playoff games. But if you want to get into the dance, which is the number one prerogative for the Dolphins, and of course we all have much higher aspirations than that, but that's the goal, and that's that's the first step that needs to be achieved for you to live up to those expectations. You got to get the 10. That might not guarantee it, so get to 10 sooner rather than later. And we'll let the chips from there fall where they may. I know everybody's looking for a schedule prediction. We will do a way too early Miami Dolphins schedule prediction with our next episode. Might be today. Might be Monday. Hard to say. So go ahead and hit subscribe and keep it locked in here on Locked on Dolphins. It is your team every day. Shout out to the everydayers. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Make it a great rest of your day. I'll be back to talk to you all again soon. Fins up and peace.
If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.